I'm smooth with it. <laughs> they don't call me Killer Mike for nothing. Anyways. Anyways. That's another AKA. That's another one. I just, yeah. We don't need any more. They've creeped into the mid-show. You're going to love this. I want to hear it. I'm objective. You're critical. Anico at the disco. He's talking. Join the mixtape 615. Today? Tomorrow? Yesterday? It is the dopest supporter group in all of Nashville. Never. <laughs> testing, testing. Three, two, one. Reverse that thing. This is the Mixtape 615. And right now, this is the place to be. If you're a Nashville Soccer Club fan, if you love Nashville and all of its soccer ways, or you're just trying to learn a little bit more, then we want you in the mix. We want everybody in the mix. All right, check it out. Let's lock in. It's time for the infamous. Or are they famous now? I don't even know. They're AKAs. <laughs> They're still infamous. All right, whatever. Let's get into it. I'm Tunji. You know who that is. AKA Young Turtle. AKA D Soccer Face. AKA SF Doom. AKA the Big Kahuna. And the Little Tuna Sandwich. AKA Steam Papi. Yamame. Steam Papi. AKA Mr. Too Lit on a Wednesday night because it's half off whiskeys at Southside Kitchen the Pub. <laughs> and I just got a paycheck. AKA Mississippi Mai Tai's on this beach in the Belize, Belize feeling cool like a summer breeze. AKA the dude with the cleanest pair of Jordan 1s you ever did see. Also known as the golden boy with the golden voice. Once again, this is a mixtape 615 podcast. Austin, tell them who you is. What's up? I am Austin, AKA Wild Mane, AKA Ginger Snap, AKA the Fumbling Dublin, AKA Redbeard, and aka chicky chicky parm 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 and we got one other co-host what's up logan tell them who you are hey everybody this is logan aka beer main and the only other one i'm going to add just because i feel like i look at today is like a bill belichick lookalike but that's bill about it belichick lookalike <laughs> thank you mr belichick <laughs> Well, you're on patriots blah, blah, blah. <laughs> what, what do you what do you think well, about Shannon, the, what do you think about nsc mr belichick uh, you know, it's, it's good defense. That's that's what I really like is good defense. You know, we they play solid. That was, that was really insightful. Thank you, Mr. Belichick. All right. no, but this is the Mixtape 615 podcast today, brought to you by the Mixtape 615 supporter group, the dopest supporter group in all of Nashville, dopest. in all of the MLS, in all of the world. We are the dopest, and we want you in the mix, just like Tony was saying at the top of the hour. We want you in the mix. Right now. And you can do that by joining us on mixtape615.com. That is mixtape615.com. You can jump in, join in as a member. Yep. (laughs) We want you to do it. We want you to be a part of us. You could also join us on all of our socials and follow us that way through Twitter, X, you know, whatever you want to call it, Instagram, uh, Facebook. We want you a part of all of that uh, as well. So you can see all the upcoming stuff. You can actually watch this podcast if you are not already doing so on youtube.com forward slash mixtape pod. That is P O D. Excuse me. Mixtape 615. Get it right, bro. Mixtape 615 <laughs> pod. That is P O D as in podcast. So join us there. We want you in with us. It's an awesome time. How are you guys doing today? Dude, swell. I think it's the first time we've ever asked that question. Yeah, it is. It is. It feels good. <laughs> you always, good. always just come at me with soccer <laughs> questions, and I'm just like caught off guard. No one ever, you know, they, no one ever wants to know how I'm doing. Hey, we. How are you doing, Tunji? How are you doing, Tunji? 
well, my back aches. And no, it's just, a, just that classic. Te- All right, like, we're cutting southern- to- No, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I just want to point out that Logan said we want you part of us. <laughs> yes, us. He said we it want you us. part it's of the, us. That's it's our family. Us. Mixtape's yeah. our family, man. Yeah. Let's talk about some soccer. We want guys. you part of us. <laughs> Let's yeah, talk Logan, about take some us soccer. into Logan. Why don't you take us into a game rewind? <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, Nashville SC versus Orlando just happened. Their fourth playoff in four years uh, for Nashville. And they started this playoff run in Orlando, but sadly, this ended in a one to zero draw for the or one to zero loss for the boys in gold. And our boys did look a little rough around the edges. It wasn't great, Tunji. I know our boys had a hard time uh, finishing in the final third. Mm-hmm. Gary did address this in his post-match interview, but I want to know what you think about what he said. Uh, do you think that the strikers have a little bit of lack of confidence in their play, or is there other factors that are at play right now that are keeping them from scoring? Uh I think that I mean it's it's harsh coming from a guy with a British accent, but it's it's true. That's how you know it's true. You know what I mean? It, it hurt, and it was true. Enough. But also, I was like, dude, this this is your guys. Like, it, how are you gonna say that they're not confident? But like, I think that's the style of coach that he is. He does play these mind games, or just or just keeps it real with his players. When I look at what happened during that game, uh, yeah, I mean, I. I thought that we played a bad game. I actually went when you go back and watch and you go back and look and see what actually happened. We didn't play that bad. We actually had a higher mm-hmm. shot accuracy at 42%, three shots on goal to versus seven shots compared to um, Orlando's five shots on goal, but they are 20, you know, they had, but they took 25 shots. So that's a 20% pass accuracy versus our 42. Yeah, it must it, at that point, when you look at the rest of the stats, we 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 really should have won that game. <laughs> we weren't too far off on anything else. Yeah, they had a, lot, a higher possession, but that's the, we, that actually meant that we were playing the game we wanted to play. So if we can't if we can't finish, we're not going to move on in the playoffs. That's just simple and plain. And right now, it looks like the the guys who are supposed to be our finishers that were paying to finish either forgot how to finish or were too scared to finish. That's what it looked like to me. So I agree with Gary. Yeah, and I'll point out too. You pointed out the uh, the shots on goal. Our best chances weren't even the ones that were on goal. Our best chances came when we shanked it. You know, the oh. Sam Surridge one that went way off. The Teal Bunbury one that went off. Um, I don't even oh, know. No, is Hani's considered? Is Hani's when he hit the crossbar? Is that considered a shot on goal? I yes. think you have to because if it hit the goalie's finger, it, it hit his finger. Which it, yeah, which so. that was crazy. By the way, I didn't An know how he had shot. that in the bag. Yo, like he he blasted that thing from forty yards away and hit it so hard that it it bounced off the crossbar. And then like twenty seconds later, you see the goalkeeper like you know holding his finger. He had to stop the game. We found out that he the goalkeeper actually got a finger on it, pushed it to hit the top of the bar, and then he, and then got injured in the process. <laughs> The forty yard shot, a, yeah. Forty yard shot, hard enough to hurt a goalie's finger through all that padded glove. Yeah. <laughs> so the question is, had he taken two or three more steps in? Do you think that pushes the goalie's hand and goes in? I don't know, man. I, that's that's one of those goals where I don't, I can't. 
from 40 yeah. yards out, the fact that he even attempted it, I don't know what would have happened had he had been 38 yards out, maybe two, you know, I mean, two more steps. To me, I'm just like, dude, I, that was a great shot. That was it an was. amazing shot. I Well done. That's an MVP. That's what they do, except like, you know, put it in the goal next time. <laughs> like, but hey, it was, it was fun to see. better. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, we, it was we fun do to see. Need to make sure that it's put in goal. And I know Austin, you and I were both watching the game together, uh, along with a lot of our La Brigada fans. Uh, to some of us who were listening last week, uh, if you paid attention to our socials, we did put out uh, our guys at Southside are closed on Mondays, and we thought they would be open for us, but we're not able to get that going. So we did have a, a little bit of a split watch uh, between some of the other. SGs. I know we were watching it with some of the Labrador guys. I know Tunji, you were watching it with some of our roadies fans. These are other supporter groups or SGs that are a part of Nashville SC soccer for those of y'all who don't know. Uh, but Austin, me and you were watching it together and, and I know that both you and I have talked about it a little bit on game day. I know we're ready to talk about it again today. We had more fouls than we did shots at all period. Uh, we had 13 fouls compared to our seven shots. Um, so I got to know, like, do you think that this is the best formation for us? How do we avoid these fouls? Like what in the world are we going to do to kind of switch that? Uh, some of it's just being undisciplined. Some of it I uh, felt were questionable calls. We talk about every time, like the refs, I'm not sure. Um, if there's a bias towards Nashville SC, regardless, you got to play more disciplined. Um, Annabelle Godoy was all over the place. I wasn't really sure. Like, I, and I haven't really felt that about him. Uh, I feel like he's he's pretty good positional player. Um, yeah, he he can play fired up some, but yeah, he just he just wasn't there um, on Saturday and or uh, uh, Monday rather. He just what wasn't there uh, mentally, and I feel like we weren't capitalizing in the midfield because of it. When it got to the final third, I thought our strikers weren't taking bad chances. We didn't have as many as I would like to see, um, but the chances that we made uh, were were not accurate chances. Um, however, we had we had the ball where we needed it, where we wanted to put it. If we capitalize on two of those three chances, we win the game. And it came down, you know, game of inches. Every sport can talk about that. Uh, but this one really did come down to a game of inches. It was a it was a game of inches for Hani's goal that we just talked about. It was a game of inches for Teal's uh, header in the box whenever he came in. It was a game of inches for uh, Sam Surge's whenever he shanked it. And I, it just I think came he down yards. to game game of yards. That's how game badly of yards both for of that those one. guys missed, missed <laughs> or whatever they use whatever, for Sam, whatever Sorry, system. Sorry, they were they, inches the away system, from the like, goal. They were inches game away meters. from the goal. <laughs> nah, dude, a game of that. Sam had some no, no, I'm saying the player was inches away from the goal. Their, their shot was I understand enough. what you're saying. Oh, oh, I, I see. Now I understand. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, it was bad. It was bad. Um, the fact that we missed those shots in that way was bad. But I think it, you have to think about, look, uh, Cartagena, Wilder Cartagena mm -hmm. for Orlando. This is not a guy who you expect to do that, but he's a guy that, yeah, you know he can do it. He's just he not. That's not his job. So, what is what? I mean, what has hurt been hurting us the most recently? Right, our midfield. I mean, right. It's, 
it's not just our midfield. It's it's it is our Fords not finishing, and part of that has to do with the fact that we have a a midfielder who is not uh, uh, finishing and and is falling quickly. We have a, a midfielder who Who's is. That? I mean, it's Hani. I mean, Hani. Oh, I know wow, plays as bro. a Ford, <laughs> but he's falling soft and he's falling early. So yeah. you, I mean, is this just his play style getting in his own way? Or do we need to change something up and try something new? I think, look, what I was what I was getting to with the Wilder Cartagena in our midfield is right now, like what I saw from Hani last night was a lot of, or the on uh, Monday was a lot of effort. He put a lot of effort in and was the only person mm-hmm. I felt like understood how to play in playoff mode, right? Like everybody mm-hmm. else was not there. They were not, to, to me, the only one who was there was Hani Mutar. And yeah, his style can, I yes, I think the following can get in his way uh, because right now he's just, for some reason or another, he's not getting called for it. Maybe he needs to take better following classes or better diving classes. You know, I don't know. But it's just not going for him. But he understood what what was at stake at, in that playoff game. It was like win or go home and then have to win twice because now we're playing at home and it's elimination. Um, I mean, but like, it's, a, it's a have to win twice in this style of playoff. In but, the, but that's but, why he took that, that that shot from 40 yards out because he understood like this a, is this yeah. is what it is at this at this, this this we're not playing for goals for for uh, points it's anymore. A, yeah, we're playing to it's win a the game win first. And while the Cartagena understood that too, we didn't have anyone else in our midfield that understood. I'm going to have to start taking shots if we want to win. So, yeah, we lost. I think the reason that we lost, and I did say that our shot actually was higher, but to look at the volume of shots that Orlando got off because they understood the game that is being played in playoffs, and we did not. Yeah, I think that it also comes down to, the. you look at the volume of shots. We aren't taking the chances. If we took the chances and actually had high volume shots and capitalized on one of those, you look at their volume of shots versus their shots on net, our defense was doing their job. Outside of that one shot that I actually likened it to uh, Messi's goal against us in League's Cup, it was just a heck of a shot. Couldn't place it any better and we got beat that way, I think our defense did what they needed to do. Our offense has to put higher volumes and has to capitalize. And like I said, we win the game if we capitalize on two of those goals. Imagine if we had, you know, seven more shots on net. We probably would have capitalized. But That's what yeah, I'm saying. It the, comes the, down we got to make the statistics sure. work. We got to make the statistics work for us if we're going to continue playing this style or with these guys. Or again, um, maybe these guys don't have the accuracy. Maybe that's why they're not taking shots. Well, I mean, it's not just us that have to do that. It's not. It's not the, just our boys that have to do that. But it's it's Gary that has to make sure that he's putting the people in place to get that done. It's Gary who's their coach, their trainer, their manager. He's got to be the one to push that forward. And I think a lot of us have seen the, his style of play when it comes to the, the four, four, two, his, his Gary ball, his park, the bus in the second half, it's not going to make a good playoff run. If we're continuing to move on that. Now we'll say he implemented what I, what I consider this year is, is our first year really truly implementing the diamond style of play with the right people in place. Um, that's been one of our better options. This last game, it wasn't really there. There were parts of it that were, the parts of it that weren't. Um, and, and we've kind of gone back and forth on it since League's Cup. 
Um, some games we've had it and we've done really well. Some games we've gone away from it and we haven't. So, I mean, what what are your thoughts? Like, is Gary putting it really in in the right direction? Like, he's is he pointing us in that right direction to win the playoffs? I know we talked about you know the 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 playoff runs in general, but we I need to know. I need to know if we're going in the right way to be able to make it past the first round in this new playoff system. It sounds like you're asking. It sounds it sounds like he's asking. Or is he no, asking? No, no, no. He's <laughs> taking. It I sounds mean, like answer. he's asking if it's Gary in or Gary out. <laughs> I mean, dun, dun, dun. it's definitely it's definitely. A <laughs> and question here we are happening. again. Here we are. The conversation. <laughs> the has conversation to be had once a year. <laughs> it does need to start. But I tell you what. I mean, well, let's let's ask Tunji, Gary in or Gary out? Me. Yeah, Gary no, or Gary out? No, why? you know the you know my answer. It's going to be it's going to be Gary in, and the reason is that I believe that I just don't believe that it's Gary's fault wholly. I believe that for some reason or another, we like he had a good he had a good midfield last year, or was it last year or two years ago? Anyway, we had a good midfield, and then they let them age, didn't bring in the right ago. people. It took took forever yeah. to find Sam Surge. But if you give me one more year of Gary tactics, Gary Gary Ball, and Gary uh, uh, sweater suit thing that he wears, <laughs> I think suit. that we might have a and and you and you give him now you focus on just spend the whole rest of next offseason getting us a better midfield and some younger guys in the draft and some depth. I think that we go into next year looking good. Once, yeah, once Sam Surge gets going. So I'm Gary in. I'm Gary in. I'm Gary in. The midfielder awesome. that we brought in was Fafa, and he's what, 32 years old? He's I'm just saying, up man. There. Give Gary, let's, I just want to see one more. I'll give Gary one more year. I want to see, well, I want to awesome see better midfield. Okay. Gary in yeah. or Gary out? I'm Gary out and not because I dislike um, Gary Smith. I actually do like him as a, as a coach. I don't think that he is the coach for the players that we have. So if you know, you want to give him one more year to try to get different players um, maybe, but with the players that we have, unless that changes, Gary's not the guy to bring it home for us. And honestly, I could go either way. I'm kind of, I mean, I know we've talked about this when it comes to uh, objectivity for me, but like, I really could, I I could, I can see why I would want him out. There's a lot of frustration with that. It does feel like it happens once a year and I feel at least once a year rather. Um, And so I feel like that might be a little too much for a coach, but on the same side of things, again, I like his style of play much like Austin just said, I do like that style but we have to put the right people in place. We have to have the right trainers in place. And I feel like he has enough pool to make those things happen, but it has to happen now. And it has to happen like as, as, as fast as possible. And it has to be as smooth of a transition for our boys as possible so that we can get back to what matters, which is winning. And that's, and that's, and that's going to be the biggest part. Cause when we win, we have fun. We've all talked about that when it comes to our, our games at home when it's a winning environment, it's a fun environment. And that kind of leads us into our next segment. So when we come back, we're going to talk about how entertaining Nashville soccer really is. And I think you're going to want to stick around, especially for what Austin's got to say about it. We will see you in just a second.
We've got a question. Oof. Are you entertained or are you not? That's what we want to know. All right. To be or not to be entertained is the question. Is the question. Now, so the reason that we asked this, and I, you know me, uh, young, uh, I am Zeets by Tunj, Tunji the Creative on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. The um, the talk that I see often around Nashville SC, whether we've lost a game or drawn a game, is always. This is so this is bo- essentially it's like kind of saying that this boring style of play. It's boring to watch them lose uh zero zero when they're not putting shots up, when they're not scoring goals. Which I, I gotta be I gotta be real with you. I completely understand that. But it just I'm not I it also messes me up a little bit. It just gets it gets under my skin when they when the boys just fought a one-to-one draw. And we're not talking about the last match, I'm just talking about in general. When yeah. some of these games where they fought a one-to-one draw and it was just such a heavy tactical game. And to me, it feels like the people who are calling it boring are just looking for goals and they're not really watching for strategy. So mm. when we talk about Nashville City, especially with this this loss in Orlando in a playoff match, that to me was fairly entertaining, actually. Maybe it was because of the, the intensity of the match uh, and... And stakes behind it, the stakes behind it. Maybe that was it, uh, but it was entertaining to me. Uh, is Nashville and SC an entertaining team to watch or not? And what makes it entertaining for you, Austin? Um, I think that they are and aren't. It depends on which team shows up uh, the night of, because uh, we've talked about. Um, I'll just I'll just bring up two examples. Um, both were draws, right? Uh, that's kind of what Nashville is known for. But both were draws. There was the Draws-ville. Miami draw in <laughs> Miami two games after League's Cup. And then uh, I think it was the very next match was a draw at home to Charlotte. That was the tale of two games. The Miami scoreless draw was so entertaining. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. I was ready to see what was going to happen there were uh, lots of chances. We were frustrating messy. Um, we were getting uh, balls into the box that we just weren't capitalizing on, but mm. we were actually getting balls in. We had chances and I was so entertained. And then at the last second, there was like, is there a handball in the box or not? You know, went to VAR, but unfortunately Schaffenberg was offside, mm. you know, um, but that, that made it so entertaining because of the style of play, the excitement, the, going fast because we we had our speedy guys in we had Schaffelberg and Fafa in at the same time and we didn't have a big man in um so that one was so entertaining then the very next week might have been the most boring Nashville SC <laughs> game I have ever watched and there were goals in that game wow <laughs> yeah I mean that's 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 a problem that we have in general is like there's there there's a there's a fast paced Nashville and there's a slow paced Nashville. And I feel like we're not finding our as as ironic as it is, I don't feel like Nashville SC is truly finding their rhythm after League's Cup. They're, they did they did they need to get their groove back? <laughs> did they ever I have mean, the groove? It's it that's the question though. And that's and that's the issue that I have with it is like 
we need to be able to see what the groove is like, like what, cause, cause beforehand, and I agree with Austin, like there have been some very entertaining matches. I feel like the, the beginning of the season up, up through mid mid tier or mid midway through the season through June, like we had a lot of fun, like a ton of fun when it came to matches. I feel like it was a lot more entertaining to watch Nashville than it was a lot of other teams. Why? I mean, you had goals being scored. You had uh, high defense being played. You had a goalie who literally made save after save after save after save and didn't have any issues. And then something flipped after June. Um, I, I think July 1st came in and and something switched where we turned into a team where Joe gives up a goal in every game he plays. Um. And we've had we've had two clean sheets since then, but that's two out of how many games have we played since July first? Like that's that's the way it feels. Yeah. And then we've got um so we've got, you know, a goalie who's giving up goals. We've got a team that has found ways to make sure that they're not scoring. Um and that's the way I look at it, is they're just not finishing <laughs> uh in the in the final third. Um yeah, you know, we we've seen that several times over. We've got um frustrations that are that are leaking out left and right with fouls and cards and as as entertaining as that can be sometimes, it hasn't been recently. So it's kind of up in the air whether they are or not for me. I think and I hear everything you said i i sounds to me like it's it's not just if they're not scoring it's like everything around why they're not scoring yeah yeah um and not winning too with with, you know goal goalkeeper not goalkeeping i i feel i feel both of you to me nashville sc is an entertaining team because of the strategy behind it is so interesting i'm more of a growing up playing sports playing soccer uh playing uh basketball as well I was always more of a defensive guy. Like I just had a high defensive IQ. So that really was fun for me to 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 frustrate the other team and not if you know, you know, you, you play in high school basketball and you hear all week, oh, this guy, this kid is ranked like 10th in the city and he's coming in and he's gonna score and he's gonna dunk on you. And the joy that I found and like like I wouldn't, you know, in basketball, you're not gonna stop someone from scoring. You could, and that's just an elite game. That's a perfect game that doesn't happen rarely if you're stopping the best player on the court. But if you can take their stats down, you know, de- de- deny them some shots, deny them points, mm-hmm. that to me was always fun. So when I look at the way Gary plays, and I also think that you said earlier that he might have a lot more sway in the guys he gets. I think he doesn't. I, I just think that we're not that rich of a team. I think that we – or either we're not, ri- we're not a rich team or we don't spend. We're cheapskates, whichever one. Like I, mean, I think that don't spin. if he we has the right spin. components, but that's then an this style is very way. entertaining. That's that's an issue either way when it comes to whether we're spending the right amount of money or not. Because if we don't have the money, what are we doing with our our brand deals, our sponsorships? Like I mean, we have literally twenty four thousand season tickets that were just purchased. They just got year. purchased though. Like next, yeah, but we had twenty two thousand for this year. Yeah, like we yeah, but that money came in slow. Year. That money came in slow. <laughs> like, I mean, they our, they announced real early this year. It's like, yo, it's sold out. Though you, you like those black kits? Yeah, yeah, the s- seats taken. <laughs> but that's, I mean, but that's the thing though. It's like that money's quick now, right? That money's yeah. there, 
And then at they the same up. time, but at the same time, we're so that money's got to go somewhere. And then the the money that we've had over the last couple of years, I feel like we're overpaying some players. I mean, we had we I, I feel like we didn't know they were going to age the in the I I don't know, but to like me because I milk. don't for me I like fine milk baby like you know like for to me a lot of these players never passed the eye test to begin with. I in mean, terms who, of like they pass the like we've spent the money on that you think are, are not worth it uh, in the past. I'm not talking about our current roster. I'm talking about I mean, ones that we've what? Yeah, I mean we've I got it not worth it. Right. Yeah, I was like, yo, that's set us back two years right there. I mean, but that's the thing is like years. Um, Randall Leal, we've spent the money, Randall but it's not Leal, working out. Make, it's not working out. Yeah, he's like, he's making what a million dollars right now, and he's hardly on the pitch. And when he is on the pitch, almost one not he's not. He's one of the ones that isn't entertaining to me, which he can be at times. Yeah. But he's yeah, but he's not out there. And when I think he, is, he's, he's he looks entertaining. He's got like the flame tattoos on his yeah. neck, and every I mean, time he comes out, I'm like, "Yo, this guy's got the deuce," and then he gets hurt, and I'm like, "Ow." Oh. Yeah. yeah, and then he's exactly. out for half the season or more, and yeah, he has us. the least amount of minutes this year than he has. Uh, since he's been with Nashville SC. So so what's not entertaining us about Nashville, guys? I'll tell you what what I, I'm telling you, Nashville can be an entertaining team when they uh when they can, ha- are playing their game. Can, can be. be doesn't mean that they are in the moment. <laughs> uh and no, so of course not. They're not having having the potential, but like look at early in the season. I mean, we all watched it. They were on an eight game no loss or a 10 game no loss streak they had literally the longest streak in the mls at that point in time they had some boring games back then too if we're going off of uh, goals scored they had some boring games when they were winning boring games ugly games ugly wins they had a couple draws a couple ugly wins but then they also had the 3-1 against atlanta that was more than entertaining Mm. more than entertaining (laughs) i mean they had the 2-0 you know, win against Orlando early in the yeah. season. That was a very entertaining game. Uh, they had we got the, the one the, against uh, uh, St. Louis at home. That was that, the, was, so that was that was fun. So yeah, three one uh, or the three zero. Yeah. Let is me it, pose a question it, to you. Go ahead. Let me go pose ahead. a question to you, um, because what it sounds like to to me is you feel like goals are entertainment because the games that you're bringing up are the games where we are scoring. And so do you feel like Nashville can be entertaining in low scoring games or no scoring draws? I mean, I, I feel like, okay, so we're, we live in the U S we live in America uh, or the United States of America uh, rather because we have central and South and North, you know, Uh, but we live, we live in, (laughs) We live in the He's a teacher now. <laughs> but we we live in, in, in the US where our our teams that we normally watch, our basketball teams are high scoring games. Uh in the eighties to hundred, hundred and ten, hundred and twenty. Uh we're watching football where uh or American football, gridiron football, that may not necessarily have high scoring games, but they count more points. I mean, touchdowns are six points. Uh, even though a game can end two to three um, <laughs> and scores, it's 21 to it's 21 to 14. I mean, you know, you'll have games like that, but like those are the things that we're used to watching. And then look at the games that are not as entertaining to watch according or not as high viewership. 
the NHL, uh, arguably the best hockey league in the world. It's it's below the MLS even because soccer is the most popular sport in the world now. But like, or and MLS has, has been, messy. and MLS, and MLS has, MLS been has messy. messy now. Yeah, but like, yeah, let's be real. But you've got <laughs> you've got those two on the bottom tier of things uh, because games will end in a zero zero draw. I mean, baseball at least goes into extra innings to try and create more time all the time. There's not a single baseball game that will NHL end in a draw. has. Uh, NHL and penalty shots, but they will never end in a draw. They took the draw away a long time ago. So that NFL can is end in one a draw. of the things it, rarely. Yeah, that's pretty rarely. <laughs> it's happened. What? Once in the last 10 years. And yes, it was Pittsburgh. And we understand no, that it's happened multiple times in the last mul- like multiple seasons. You've had a, a draw multiple seasons no, in a row. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. There's, there's Sorry. been, there's definitely been draws in the last couple of, in the NFL, but this is a National SC podcast. So, look. Yep. I so. think when we're talking about what makes soccer entertaining, we're first off, you gotta remember what we're talking about. We're talking about the most, like the biggest sport in the world, the the sport the that world. everybody in the world plays. So obviously, it's gonna have so many different meanings to so many different people. I think probably what I was running up against the issue I had was just like trying like going on Twitter first off X excuse me almost dropped for uh, my persona there <laughs> going <laughs> going on X so you admit and, it <laughs> <laughs> and seeing people saying that the game is boring when I just watched one of the greatest tactical battles that um, mm. unfortunately ended in a zero zero draw but it was so tactical and the chances that were created and taken away were, were incredible to see mm. it, it kind of rubs me the wrong way but that I mean, I understand that. The game I of, felt that say way. La, say yeah, la vie, bro. Say la vie. That's life. You know, everyone's going to have a different opinion. To me, Nashville C is a is a entertaining uh, team because of the style that Gary is trying to implement. And if you have other opinions, drop it in the chat. Drop it on our uh, on our the YouTube comments. Send it to us on Instagram. I don't care where you send it, uh, but send it to us. Logan, you got something to tell these people before we head out? I mean, absolutely. We want you guys to join us again um, at the tailgates. We want you to join us at our watch parties. We want you to join us, period. Go to mixtape615.com. That is mixtape615.com. Jump in with us there. Jump in with us on all of our socials, on Instagram, on Twitter, slash X, on Facebook. We want you in the mix with us. But that is a wrap on all of our uh, stuff for tonight. I know we want more. I want more. You want more, but there is more coming Tuesday night. We've got a game here in Nashville at Geodis Park against Orlando. It's game number two. And for Could Nashville, last it's, game. it's do Must or win. die. Let's do or die, win. baby. Yeah. Nashville, it's do or die. So we want yeah, you guys home. there. We need the fans in the stadiums. We need butts in seats. We need it to be as loud as it was in Orlando when they came at us. Now we got to go back at them. Let's go. Absolutely. I went League's Cup energy. League's Cup energy. Don't come in. <laughs> League's Cup energy for both our players and our boys. And at our home boys. When it comes to League's Cup final, uh, we definitely want all that energy there. We want all of the smoke. We want all of the fun. We want all the fireworks. We want you guys there with us. Thank you guys for joining us on another one of our amazing podcasts. Our Episode listeners, eight. you guys are amazing. Thank you guys for jumping in. Doug, our our producer, special shout out to you again. We could not do this without you as well. And for everybody here, all of us in the mix, 
we want to say thank you for joining us and until next time until you see us next mixtape is signing off